truly don't think she has feelings for Gail. Like, yeah. I think Gail confused her yes. into her thinking she has yes. feelings. Or it. I think she thought she owed it to her. I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, but we waited for it to Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything Pros. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And this week we are going to be talking about The Hunger Games. Because we reread it. <laughs> As we do every year. Yes. So this time I'm going to start it off with a bold claim. Okay. I think The Hunger Games is my all-time favorite book. Like, ever. I absolutely agree with you. So... I don't know if I could, like, boldface, like, tell a stranger that. Like, you know when people ask, like, what's your favorite book? Yeah. I don't think I would ever answer that. Mm-hmm. But I think, if I'm being completely honest, that is all-time the answer. Favorite. I think I it's my favorite book of all time. Like, I just love it. Like, I don't have a single criticism to say mm-hmm. on this podcast. Like, I have no problems with this book. Uh, none. I, Which is like, crazy. And I've never read a book, reread a book this much before. Yeah, I reread this whole series every once year. a year. Love it just as much every yes. time. I'm shocked not every time by things that happen. It is it's just amazing. so good. Like, I, it's uh, insane. And it holds up every time. Like, I know we were talking about when we think of our favorites yes. and then we reread them and they just don't hold up. No. Hunger Games holds up every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. It's just, like, you, I feel like everyone who listens knows that we are, like, really critical, obviously. Like, (laughs) we tear apart books. Like, we- Even our favorite books. Yeah. We never have, like, nothing bad to say. We are judgmental people. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I genuinely don't have a bad thing to say about this book. Like- Me neither. Even with, um, when we just did our Crescent City, like, book club episode, like, Mm -hmm. we were, like- the pacing was weird. Things didn't make sense. Everything this in this perfect. book makes sense. Everything yep. is wrapped up. There's nothing that is, like, referenced that doesn't come back mm-hmm. up later. Like, either in The Hunger Games or, like, in one of the later books in the series. Like, everything is building up to, like, something. Like, everything yeah. is, like, followed through. It's just amazing. Like, the pacing is perfect. The books are a perfect size. Like, yes. I think they're less than 200 pages yeah. or something, which is perfect the world building on point amazing like i was telling i was telling vicky like as far as the world building like there is literally no like very little info dumping like in Mm -hmm. the book but there's so many like small details that are mentioned that give you like such a good picture of like what's going on like the one that i mentioned to vicky was like katniss is just out in the woods and she mentioned something about how her dad like never could have sold like the bow and arrows because Mm -hmm. that was like a huge crime and it's like then you get this idea of like where the boundaries are and like all of this stuff like you get so much but she's never like we are not allowed to sell weapons because then there could be an uprising yeah and it's not like you just slowly learn it it's not like five chapters of straight info dump no like not at all and there's just so much that you learn without actually like and i feel like that's something i haven't been enjoying about fantasy lately yes i love Akatar in that in those series but 
I don't understand why there needs to be such a huge info dump. Like, yeah, it's I intense. feel like you need to rewrite the plot. Yeah. If you're going to, like, need a bunch of chapters to info dump. I agree. Like, I think you could spread it out better than that. And, like, that's another thing with fantasy is that, like, what you mentioned with the length. Like, they are so long. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe if you wove the, like, background into the plot better, you wouldn't need it to be so long. Yeah. Because then you wouldn't have, like, chapters and chapters of just info dumping if you just actually, like, built it out like that. I know. And her longest one is the prequel which i kind of understand yeah that one was like i think that one needed to be a little bit of an info dump but it also i think followed president snow like for a few years Mm -hmm. so it makes sense why that one was her longest in the like series if you consider that part of the series but i don't know i just love the pacing i think we both finished it in like two three days maybe did you listen or did you read it i listened Okay, that was my first time listening. Yeah, I've never listened to it either, and I'm immediately going to listen to Catching yeah. Fire. I like, did enjoy how she, like, pronounced some things, like, with um, Panem. She was, like, Panem, and then um, oh, there was something else. I meant to write it down that she pronounced Sai. I've always said yeah. Sai, but she said Say or something. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of things where, like, she pronounced them differently than I say them in my mind. And, and even I was just, the like, movies, I think, it was Yeah, yeah, I think it was different. different. But it was fine. And, uh, wait, what were you going to say? Okay, so in the getting back to how she slowly releases information and whether it comes up in this book or another Mm -hmm. book, I just, when I read this one, I cannot believe I didn't, like, connect this or, like, see it coming. But in, when they're in the Hunger Games. Yes. And they're, like, in the cave just chatting about, Mm -hmm. um, PETA is, like, how do you think, like, Hamish won? And they're just like, oh, I don't know. They're, like, laughing about yeah. it. Like, he probably outsmarted them, blah, yeah. blah, blah. How did we not know we would find out his Hunger Games? Like, Oh, my God. It, she, I feel like that was a hint of her yeah. setting up Catching Fire. Yeah, literally. That, like, we literally found out <laughs> how Hamish, like, won the Hunger Games. Oh, my God. And I was like, I've never noticed and that And another thing that was set up was when they were like she was making a joke about Hamish in the cave and she was like I know everyone will laugh at this because among people in the capital like the victors who have won in the past are like so popular and everyone mm-hmm. knows them like she was setting up like the camaraderie be- like yeah. between past victors like already in the second book which yep. was another thing that like set up really well for Catching Fire because you're like aware of that going into it that like these people yeah. are all friends and they all know each other but it seems like such a small detail like okay whatever yeah we're like it literally about- is not mentors like oh and she was setting up catching fire uses uses every single scene to further the plot like there is not a random scene in there like that is just them having a stupid conversation Mm -hmm. but it sets up so much and you have no idea at the time that it's setting that up there is nothing unnecessary in the book which i think Mm -hmm. is like my favorite part of it is because i I'm always the kind of person where, like, when a scene happens, I'm trying to think, like, oh, what is this going to mean for, like, Mm -hmm. the rest of the book? Like, I'm always trying to, like, think, like, especially, like, I guess, I don't know, in, like, fantasy or, like, a thriller or something, I'll be like, oh, this is definitely going to come back up. And then when it doesn't, I get so pissed off. I'm like, like, what was the point point of that? And that was the thing that we talked a ton about in Crescent City where we were like, what was the point of this, Sarah? Suzanne, on the other hand, killed it. Like, she, she was just phenomenal. And she kept that page countdown. Yeah, it was just so freaking amazing. 
Okay, so another thing that I really thought about when I was reading this one is just, I think that the Hunger Games movies are literally phenomenal. Like, I think they're phenomenal adaptations, but I also think that they will just never compare to the books, Mm -mm. like, in any way, because we get to see Katniss's thoughts, like, throughout the whole thing. And, like, and it's the, just like, so amazing. I always forget we compared in that episode the adaptation is, like, very much on the same wavelength as the books. But I always forget how long The Hunger Games is. Like, mm-hmm. in the movies, it seems like five days. Yeah. But in the book, it's, like, three weeks. Yeah, it is. Like, they're in that cave for, like, over a week. Of yeah. Peter just fucking bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, and the scene with Cato at the end is a yes. lot longer. Oh, I honestly, I that hate was that disgusting. scene. It yeah. is so, it takes him, like, 24 hours to freaking die, dude. And then Katniss does eventually have to, like, shoot him in yeah. the head. That, but like, she doesn't... couldn't shoot him because he was hidden, and she yeah. obviously didn't want to get down. But the dogs but like they just had to sit there and listen to kato like being ripped apart that was brutal insane that was really brutal but everything is like so good like the fight with clove how, oh like, my god it, honestly that translates exactly to the yes. movies like yeah. how she gets on top of her she starts like trying to carve her yes. lips like oh it's so freaking good yeah the adaptation is amazing but like the thing that i think i love the most about being able to read the books is that we can see exactly how she's feeling about Peta mm-hmm. because that's something that like you don't totally get in the movies yeah. and also like her communication back and forth with Hamish yes. because she you don't really get that in the movies as much either but like she fully understands exactly like what Hamish mm-hmm. is saying to her when he like delivers the gifts and stuff and with the water she was like I'm dying of thirst he sh- why isn't he giving me water and then she's like oh there must, must be a new must bird be nearby yeah, yeah. And it's, like, they tried to do that in the movies, and they honestly did do, like, a good job of it, because they tried to make it be, like, she was, like, water, and he didn't send it, and so then it showed her, like, thinking, but, like, it's still not, like, quite the same, and then her feelings about PETA, you are really only, like, guessing in the books, like, or in the movies, movies. yeah, you're, like, guessing what she's feeling, but, like, in the books, like, you get all of these moments where she's, like, wow, PETA said that, and it actually made me feel kind of weird, like, I don't know what this feeling is. And when she kissed him the first time, she was like, it was my first kiss, but his fever is, like, burning up, yeah. so it's all I could think about. And then the second kiss, she's like, oh, I got butterflies. Yeah, and, and you don't, don't know get that, that she gets movies. butterflies in the movies. Yeah, and they kiss way more in the yeah. book. They only kiss a few times in yeah. the movie, so. Yeah. And there was some, like, the other thing that's different is that the like little packages whatever they come with notes so, yeah like i think one the one she got for the soup was like one kiss equals soup or yeah. something so we obviously it was straightforward yeah but we know in the book that it like katniss knew exactly what hamish wanted from her yeah and it's like we also get to see her thinking about gail yeah yeah which is and also interesting there was one line where she said she was thinking about Gail, and she was like, I wonder what Gail thinks about, like, me possibly teaming up with Peta. And this was before she, like, teamed up with him. And she goes, I don't want to think about that. Gail and Peta don't coexist in my mind. Yes. And right there, I was like, why not? Yeah. Like, why can't they coexist yeah. in your mind? <laughs> and then, like, sometimes when she would be, like, in the cave with Peta, she would be like, something about this makes me wonder like what gail would be thinking about this but i don't know why like she would be like i don't understand why i'm thinking about like gail right now but i feel like confused and i don't know why i'm confused 
And then there was a scene right at the end where she's, like, on her way back to District 12, and she was, like, I am feel like I've been lying to two people. Yeah. And now I'm, like, finally going to have to confront, like, what I was lying about to each of them. Because, Which, like, no. neither but of them knew, like, the full truth. She also says um, Peter was, like, one more time for the cameras. And she's, like, yeah. And then in her head, she's, like, I'm counting down because I don't want to let go finally of let go, hand. and that was and the I'm last. Like, oh, and then like, I, we were, we were both listening to the audiobooks, right? Like yes. the music comes in, and I was oh like, "My gosh!" Like <laughs> it was so obvious. She like started getting feelings for yes, Peter. Absolutely. I truly don't think she has feelings for Gail. Like yeah. I think Gail confused her yes. into her thinking she has yes. feelings, or it. I think she thought she owed it to him. She's like, my yes, best friend absolutely. is in love with me. And I, I got owe the same it to vibe to be in love with him back. Yes. But I think she start, thinks that Peter. she is supposed to have yes. feelings for Gail. Yes. 100%. That was like and the same energy. And she feels guilty that she yes. doesn't. Yes, she does. But she doesn't have those feelings no. for him. Mm-mm. I'm and excited oh. to listen to Catching Fire. Maybe we'll do another like Catching Fire yeah, episode like because month. I, yeah, I do want to like reread that one too and see more like, because we honestly don't see Gail much in the first one like at all. No. So we only see him at the way beginning and then we hear a couple of her thoughts throughout where she like thinks about him. Yeah. But, I just like, don't get how people could be team Gail. Like if you've read the books, you know she's into PETA more. Yeah. Like she's only like kind of into gail because she feels like it's the right thing to do yes. and she feels guilty like gail's taking care of my family like gail mm-hmm. has helped me survive gail and i'm gonna there run for off me and since i was Pita. like 14 you yeah. know like they have like a longer history together i guess of them being like close friends and like spending countless hours together in the yeah. woods but it's but like it's it wasn't romantic mm-hmm. it wasn't in a romantic sense and like he basically makes her feel like she owes it to him yeah yeah like he's like he was so i hate oh uh, he's such an asshole in catching fire when he's like oh you kiss Peta." she's like i did it to survive like yeah. if she didn't kiss Peta, like the game makers would have killed her yeah i don't understand how he like and didn't it's like connect that. another thing that i think shows a lot about Peta's character is the scene at the end of this book where he finally realizes that she's been like faking it the mm-hmm. whole time and he doesn't like blow up in anger at her he's more like let me know when you figure it out because he's hurt like he's he's, like you saved us so i can't be angry yeah so he's like immediately not angry he's just hurt and his feelings are hurt and he's confused but he's never like fuck you like angry he's like i'm sad that it wasn't real but yeah you did what you needed to do to get us both out of there because Peter knows he would have died yeah like katniss quite literally saved his life Mm -hmm. so me finishing, <laughs> me finishing Vicky's energy trick over here. I want another one. It's so good. I Wait. mean, it was only half because I think I drank like half. What is the um, flavor called? Blue Hawaiian. Blue Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh my god, so I love good. it. If you guys are in Mass or New Hampshire, Aroma Joe's. It's Joe's. a chain. Yeah, it's only in New England though. Okay, guys, Aroma Joe's Hawaiian. Blue Hawaiian Rush. Blue Hawaiian Rush. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling a Blue Hawaiian Rush right now. <laughs> I literally took my first sip of it and I looked at Vicky and I went, whew. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah but, that's a kick. It's oh good. my God. I just love the Hunger Games. Okay. Ugh, let's just it. like go through. So another thing that I love is all of the characters feel fully developed. I don't right know. Right off the bat. I don't know how. I don't know. 
Like, I care about them instantly. Yes. I instantly am like, Katniss, oh my gosh, like, you're in the Hunger Games. I want her to survive, and we I just think talked I, about I this. I think I care about Katniss because she volunteered for Prim. Yeah. I think that is, like, why I cared so much about her initially. Because like, if she was it. just, like, picked, yeah, I probably would have been like, why do I care to root for her? But yeah. she talks about, well, she volunteers for Prim, which instantly, like, ups her up a level, and then she talks about losing her dad and how yes. close she was with her dad. So you instantly, like, within five chapters, start mm-hmm. really having Really for rooting her. for her. Yeah. And, like, another reason you're rooting for her is because she has overcome so much. Like, yes. she actively, every single day, is, like, putting food on the table mm-hmm. and trying to survive. Yep. So it's, like, you immediately don't want her to lose because she's been fighting so yep. hard for so long. And, like, that's another thing that you and I talk about, like, with other books where, like, why do I give a shit? Like, yeah. why do I give a shit that they're in love? Why do I give a shit that, like, it works out for them? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about them. And then with PETA, like, we talked about this. Um, I texted Jen, and I was like, I remember the first time reading The Hunger Games. It was so, like, the book starts off with Gail and Katniss in the woods. So and you like, think, like, immediately they're going to be together. They're, they're going to The Hunger Games. Like, it's so obvious. Yeah. And when Prim's name got called, I was like, what? Shock. Are you kidding me? No, it's supposed to be Katniss. So mm-hmm. when Katniss volunteers, I'm shocked by that. And then the boy I, gets called. We didn't called. even know people could volunteer. Yeah, That wasn't something that was, like, introduced we before were like, she what? did it. Yeah. And then... Because you're just like, holy shit, her sister's going in the Hunger Games, and then she volunteers. And then it's like, That's another thing with, like, the info dumping, like, it being, and, like, info being revealed at the perfect moment, because Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have made sense to reveal, like, it wouldn't have made sense at the beginning if it was like, oh, by the way, you can volunteer in the Hunger Games, because then you would have been like, then you would have been like, Prim's gonna be called and Katniss is gonna volunteer, but because you didn't even know about it, you did think it's gonna be Katniss and Gail. Because yeah. you didn't even know that that was an option. And then you get Prim, and you're shocked by that. And then I'm like, okay, well, Gail's definitely getting called. Mm-hmm. And Peta, and you're like, who the fuck yeah. is Peta? Who is Peta? Who is him? And you have no clue and who that is. Again, like, you don't really care about and him. And then for you a second, I was like, is. is Gail going to volunteer? Yeah. Like, what? where's Gail? And you're what, like, what's, who, what's happening with Gail? Baker's I thought, son. Yeah. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. So you don't really care about him. Yeah. But then Katniss... When he gets called up, Katniss is like, oh my gosh, he's familiar. And we instantly hear the story about how he saved her life by giving the bread. And, and then you're such like, a selfless holy act. shit, we love Peta. <laughs> I know, because it was such a selfless act. Because, like, it also talks about how his mom, like, hit him because yeah. he burned the bread. And so immediately, you love That's Peta the first and impression Katniss. Of Peta. Yeah. Because they're both, like, such selfless characters. Yeah, and they have a little history. So yes. you're like, okay, like, I'm rooting this for them. is a good, like, From the star. first page, I'm Ugh. rooting for them. Like, I'm I just immediately rooting for them and i just want them to both make it out but the whole time you're like there's no way they can both make it out and so it's just like so good i know and then they keep comparing like rue to prim and then she takes prim on as an an alliance no there was this one Ah. time where she was burying rue and she was singing to rue and she was like if the last thing that Prim, I mean Rue, wants. Yes! Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Oh. That was so awful. And that's another thing that doesn't translate to the books is like, 
or to the you movies. or to the movies yeah like you understand obviously that rue is supposed to remind katniss of prim yeah. but you don't really see how much how much yeah and their relationship is way cut down in the movies because yes. we talked about the games just being way longer in the books yeah. because that was another thing she got to know rue a lot more mm-hmm. in the books because yeah. they talked about like what home life was like for her like what rue's family dynamic was like like yeah. with all her siblings and, and like everything in the i know it's a little different because when katniss woke up in the books from the uh tracker jacker venom she had been out like three days and rue was like watching over her yeah and then rue was like i can like heal your like wounds Mm -hmm. and in the movies katniss wakes up and rue is like oh i healed your wounds like while you were sleeping so you think like katniss has been sleeping maybe a day yeah but rue this little tiny thing has been watching over katniss for days just like <laughs> making sure she's safe i mean i don't know what rue was gonna do if anyone attacked her but literally she literally stayed in the area just yeah. watching her making sure she was okay waiting for her to wake up yeah like that's so wholesome so cute and it's like that was just another thing where it was like rue didn't owe her anything you know i know god like you just love so many of the characters same with thrush like he didn't owe katniss anything i've She's always just wanted so good to at know, writing though, these characters how did thrush die like and what was in where thrush was living yeah i would love to like know more like about what no was going one on. went over there and katniss hinted at it so many times that thrush looked like he was eating well yes. and then Peter was like oh maybe like wheat's over there mm-hmm. um what was he eating what was he eating in mm-hmm. the freaking bushes like yeah and I would how love did to he know. die like i am so confused <laughs> yeah. i always wanted to know that how he died how he was surviving yeah yeah that was really interesting i just love like all of the side characters it's yeah. like it just feels and like Foxface. Foxface. Mm-hmm. it feels like so many of them are so developed and another thing that I feel like didn't translate into the movie was, like, at one point, Katniss is like, is Kato nuts? Like, I think yeah. this man is nuts. <laughs> she was like, I think he's been a little off this whole time. <laughs> that was, like, hilarious. Because Peta also mentions at one point in the book, he's like, she, he's like, Kato's coming for us. And Katniss is like, oh, no. Like, I think he's, like, injured. And Peta's like, no. If that man can walk, he's on his way here. So, like, they hint a lot more that this man is, like, he's mentally unwell. unwell. Like, he's probably been training for this his whole yeah, life. Yeah, like, he's unhinged. Also, they, she thinks that, like, the Capitol sent him armor. That seems a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's really Like, Katniss up. gets medicine. I mean, granted, she needed it. Mm-hmm. I, we'd never find out what Thrush or Foxface needed. Yeah. But they're... They implied that the armor Kato was wearing was from his pack. <laughs> Who the fuck was sending him armor? Yeah, that's like really messed up because the armor is what protects him from the dogs for like twenty four hours. Yeah, like that's why he takes and so Katniss long to die. Shoot him because he had this like full body armor. So that's I don't just understand, like, unfair. No wonder the like District One and Two champions always win. They're beginning yeah, armor. That would be good money. Shit. Yeah, literally. But I kind of got like still. I wonder if. <laughs> I wonder Ointment. if Suzanne has ever like said what Thresh and Foxface got. Yeah, but or and like I what think, Thresh was doing. But wait, didn't didn't Thresh steal their backpack? 
after he killed yes. Chloe. Yeah, he took so, Kato's. Oh, so I wonder if Kato did kill Thresh. And get the backpacks. I think yeah. that was, like, what you, like, assumed happened. But how the hell did Kato kill Thresh? He must have found him, like, when he was sleeping or something. Yeah. Because I just feel like, us imagining this whole, like... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's no way. Like, he had to have, like, a sneak attack or something. But he... Katniss did mention that her arrows were kind of useless with Kato because he could throw the spear just as far as she could shoot an arrow. So Mm -hmm. he probably... Could do it from a distance. Yeah, because I feel like if he was up close, it wouldn't have Mm -hmm. been a competition. Oh, my God. And even Hamish. Like, I, I care about him. I, I like him. I love him. Like, what? I don't care about Effie in the books. I yeah. love movie Effie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but don't really care for her in the books. And mm-hmm. she's not even a huge character in the books. I yeah. think people just enjoyed her so much in the first movie. Yeah. Because she's not even supposed to be in the third book. She's yeah. not in the third book. I think she, Damn. like, might die or, like, she gets taken by the Capitol. Yeah. But she is in the third movie. Mm. And I think it's just because people enjoyed her character. Yeah, her character is great in yeah. the movies. It I really is. <laughs> um, but, but I yeah. love Haymitch. Cinna. He's amazing. Cinna. Another thing that I just love about Katniss is she's a genius. She is literally a genius. Like, she is just so intelligent. (laughs) So, basically, I just feel like her survival instincts Mm -hmm. are really strong because of, like, everything that she's been through. So, she is always, like, very aware of everything that's going on, which, like, makes her a really interesting character Mm -hmm. to, like, read from her perspective because she's always analyzing every little Mm -hmm. thing. And, like, obviously the messages in the games. But, like, one of the things that I noticed, like, rereading it this time was just, like, when she gets out, and Cinna gives her her dress to wear afterwards, like, yes. the, like the yellow dress. She immediately is like, this is a really childish dress. Yes. Like, she immediately is like, something's wrong. Yes. Like, when she sees that dress, she's like, Cinna wouldn't put me in a dress Mm-mm. like this unless something They're was wrong. They're trying to make me look innocent yeah, like, and girly yeah. and, like, in love. And, and it instantly clicks for her. And she asks Cinna, she's like, I expected something more sophisticated than this dress. And Cinna says, I thought PETA would like this one. Yes. And she immediately is like, okay, something's really wrong. Yeah. Like, it's not about PETA. This is all about the Capitol. But I also wonder, like, why they kept PETA and Katniss separated for so long. Yeah. Like, they did not let them see each other yeah. unless they were on stage. Yeah. I didn't really understand that part. But, yeah, she really, she's really good at reading a room and understanding, like, cues without them having to say anything. I think it was maybe, like they didn't want them to plot anything further like if that makes Mm. sense like maybe they didn't want them to do anything bad like i think they think that katniss is a bad influence like they think katniss is the one who's like a bad influence on Peta. i mean she's the one that pulled out the berries yeah so they think like she's the problem so i think they might have thought like if we let katniss see Peta, like the capital if they let cap if they let katniss see Peta, she might convince him to actually like make a stand or something yeah, so no. I think that might be, like, why they separated them, but... Bonkers! I loved it. I Love loved these it. Books. Not a year. bad thing to say about it. Mm-mm. Truly just amazing. My favorite book of all time. Catching Fire better be... Oh, my God. Let's take a look. Day. Let's take a look-see. Just a little look-see. Have you, like, switched your library yet? No. It's on it. Perfect. 
perfect 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 oh my god so is it time for the hinge update yeah okay because that reminds me of something i went on a date and um i said like multiple tiktok references and then towards the end of the date she mentioned that she like didn't have tiktok and so i had just been embarrassing myself because one of the things i like always say is like perfect 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 and she must have just thought like why would you were a psycho (laughs) (laughs) so that was really embarrassing that is kind of embarrassing it was and i don't even know like what other tiktok references i made but i know i make them all the time like it's just like you guys hear it on the podcast yeah i can't physically help it like it's terrible okay i rented it i'm gonna listen to it on my drive home guys i drove up here today (gasps) because jen has her car yeah so should i do a story time about that oh my god yeah (laughs) okay guys so basically is that your hinge update wait no you didn't okay what's your hinge update well she's, i don't really have seen honeys what, what what did i say last time like i don't know okay You're, jen is just continuing to see honeys yeah, all I just over have a lot boston of i think i don't think i've talked about i went on two dates this week i think i went on four dates this week actually oh my god <laughs> yeah so i went on four dates but two of them were like repeats with people i had already met but mm-hmm. then like two new girls that i met the first one we went to the indie film festival here in boston and we saw a movie was and the movie good yes yes it was like you don't do movies. <laughs> it was good <laughs> it, was like, it was like not the best movie i've ever seen um so basically it was about this girl and like at the beginning she's like not able to get a job because she has like a felony but then she ends up just like leaning into her criminal phase and then she starts doing worse and worse crimes and like Perfect. stealing TVs and cars and stuff. And so at the end, she's like really a criminal and she like flees to South America and starts a new life and runs like a crime ring down in South America. So it was interesting. It was just like kind of weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so that was that first date. We went to see a movie and that was really fun and we got dinner and drinks. The second date I went on was we went to the institute of contemporary art or something Mm -hmm. in seaport so that was really cool it's like only one floor like it's like four floors but like the art is only on the fourth floor for some reason i don't know and so it was pretty small but it was like really cool and there was a really good view of the harbor she took a good picture of you yeah i know yeah like (laughs) this is hilarious also that photo of me in trident i took of myself i figured i was like you're not in trident with anyone no it wasn't that a good photo photo. though right i put it on um like camera timer on one of the opposite shelves Mm -hmm. and i had seen someone do this like on bookstagram or on tiktok talking about it and i was like i'm gonna try that wow and it turned out so good you did i give you the little remote yeah who has that ryan (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 so those were my two hinge dates and then i saw two people again but i just be seeing people all over town it's just good to get out of the house i feel like i'm not taking it too seriously you guys know vicky and i made a commitment not to date until the end of the year seriously so i'm just enjoying um but also jen had some hilarious issues with her car (laughs) getting delivered yeah so this is funny so you guys know i moved up to boston for a job but basically our team only goes into the office on thursday and so i'm at home the other days of the week all the time i'm always at home the one day it's my first day in the office (laughs) and i don't have a desk yet so they put me right next to this woman who is in like my boss's boss's boss 
okay? She's, like, literally, like, in charge of everything, and I'm oh sitting right gosh. next to her. Yeah, so it was, like, really intimidating. My phone starts ringing off the hook. Like, I decline the call, and they call me, like, three more times, and it's a random number that I don't know. And I obviously can't answer. Like, I'm in the office next yeah. to, like, my boss. Boss's boss's boss. Boss's boss. Boss's boss. <laughs> the, like, boss level. And so... <laughs> literally i couldn't answer so i just kept declining the call and then finally they text me and they're like we are ready to drop off your car i had no indication that my car was even in this state like i have not (laughs) heard anything about this car so i'm like our guy ryan said don't worry we'll call you when your car leaves the florida (laughs) i said are you kidding me let me pull up the text guys because it was just like i was so mad kind of went off a little bit (laughs) i was so angry so they said hi this is the transporter we are ready to deliver your vehicle call me asap i said i am not home i am at work until 5 p.m he said i cannot wait until 5 we will drop it off in front of your house I said, I did not receive any indication that the vehicle would be arriving today. I'm not comfortable with that. What will happen to the key to my car? (laughs) And he said, we can hide it somewhere and I'll let you know where. We are going to Maine and we are not coming back. So like, what would they have done with your car? leave it at the house that was like the only option so at that point i'm like clearly they're leaving for maine and they're not coming back so i just respond okay and he says thanks and then he sends me all of these photos of where he dropped my car off and where he hid my key to my car in southie which like isn't the nicest area and he hid it under a grill I've never even seen this grill in I my life. I was so confused <laughs> what grill. Like, yeah. Jen sent me the photos, and I was like... Whose grill is I that? I have not seen that. Yeah, Where me was neither. that? So, it's, like, under... You know the guy who lives below me? It's, like, mm-hmm. under his porch. I've never noticed it. I had to go looking around for it. I was, like, looking on the side of the house. It wasn't mm-hmm. there. Looking at the front, it wasn't there. It's, like, behind... Under, like, the stairs. Oh, I'd okay. never, like, seen it. And yeah. so, yeah. So, I'm like, okay... I guess that they're just dropping the car off and hiding the key. That's fine. I'm just not even going to worry about this right now because I was literally at work and, like, in meetings and stuff. And it's my first day, so I'm, like, trying to make a good impression. But at the yeah, same you time... you just, like, go home. No, I can't, like, leave or anything. And I'm, like, stressed out because I'm, like, what if the key, like, blows away? It's windy here. It's really windy here, right? <laughs> like, it's always windy. Like, sometimes I'm Your walking. Your going to blow away. Sometimes I'm walking down the street, and, like, one time my AirPod, like, blew out of my ear. Like, <laughs> it is windy. It's, it is very windy. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, holy shit, like, this key is just going to blow away. It's hidden under a uh, grill, and I just don't understand what's going on. So then I text Ryan, which is, like, this guy that I've been in contact with from the moving company. Oh, yeah, I don't think you told me this. Yeah, so I sent him the screenshot, and I said, didn't you say that they will let me know when they leave Tampa, question mark? And he said, the movers will let you know. The car transport is separate. And I said, okay. But, like, you're not even going to give me the courtesy of being like, hey, we'll be there within two to three days? You're not even going to give me the courtesy of saying, we'll be there today? You're just going to text me, we are here? Like, we're here now? That's what During the middle of the day. At 1 p.m. on a Thursday. Like, who is home at 1 p.m. on a Thursday? Like, I was literally thinking about, like, college students aren't home. People who work aren't home. Even retired people are probably at lunch or something. Mm -hmm. Like, who is home at 1 p.m. on a Thursday? Like, that is unhinged. I was so pissed off. When I bought my car, they were going to deliver it to me. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we can drop it off at, like, 
I, it was like three and I was like well I don't I think Adam was on vacation or something mm-hmm. and I was like well I don't get home until four and they're like okay well we can just leave it we'll hide the keys and I was like I don't live in like a complex I was like I live in a huge ass apartment building where you yeah. like street park yeah and then you need a fob to get into the building at all like you cannot get into the building without my keys so you're gonna leave my car key like literally on the side of the road and they're like oh well that's our only option i was like i don't get home till four you will be meeting me at four like i just paid for this car i don't understand why people are so like that yeah like he was like we're going to maine what and we're never coming back like why why are you going to maine like maybe don't maybe don't go to maine like have you ever thought about that It just, like, has been so stressful. Wow, you got to leave a bad review. (laughs) I know. I really do. I'm not the kind of person to leave a bad review, but this moving experience has been the worst experience of my life, so I'm leaving a scathing review. You've almost been here a month now. Yeah, I know. And your stuff is not here. Yeah, so, like, I told Vicky, this might be, like, personal for the podcast, but, like, I got my period today, and, like, when I was packing up my room, like, I packed my pads and tampons, like, in a box. Because I thought there's no way because it's gonna I'm gonna long. it's gonna take that long that I'll like get my period again before mm-hmm. the stuff gets here. I did. That shows like because I was like I was like month. immediately like on my period right before I left. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll definitely have my stuff back by the time that happens. No, I had to go out and buy new pads and new tampons. And didn't they say like thirty days? So they have to be here next week. Yeah, they have to be. I need to figure out exactly what 30 days from April 11th was because if not, I'm going to lose it. Like, at that point, I'm just going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose it. And if they try to deliver the stuff on Thursday when I'm supposed to be in the office, <laughs> um, it's, it's going to be a war. Th- May 10th is 30 days. Okay, so when is May 10th? Next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so I should have my stuff by next Tuesday. I never thought it was going to take that long. I never anticipated this, like, at all. What's crazy is, like, you might be moving out of this place, like, so soon. (laughs) Yeah, I need to ask Brooke. Maybe I'll text her, like, after this. Because, yeah, my roommate Brooke, like, might um, renew our lease, but she might not. And, like, if she doesn't, I'm genuinely gonna just, like, not unpack, like, a ton of this stuff because Yeah, Jen's just, like, subletting. She didn't, like, sign, like, an actual, like, like, lease. lease. Yeah, so... I'm definitely unpacking my books though. Like but I that want means the bookshelves. She can up. move closer. <laughs> yeah, Vicky hates how far away. I, I hate it. I know <laughs> you're having fun, but yeah, I hate it, it. Yeah, it's great down there. I'm not gonna lie. Like if she offer, like if she is resigning, like I will be overjoyed. Like I, I truly love it there. I'm sad. <laughs> I feel like I have just such great access to shoddies. Like, Vicky and I were talking. <laughs> Literally, it's, like, I just yeah, love rough. it. it's dry up here. Yeah, Vicky said that, like, she, like, swipes a few times, and then she's, like, out. I have never run out of shoddies to swipe on, ever. Like, and it is And you probably impossible. have, like, a five-mile radius. Literally. My radius is, like, over 30 miles, which is way more than I ever want to be yeah, driving mine to someone. Is like my, and it runs out. My range is super small, and then my age range is, like, 21 to 25. Like, it's, like, no I one. I hate you. Yeah, so, <laughs> and I've never run out of people. Also, speaking on that, last night I was feeling crazy, so I put my age range up to, like, 65. And I just had, like, a really great time, like, looking through all the profiles. Also, I hate you have to select, like, deal breaker, mm-hmm. which makes no sense because if I'm putting my age... 
I like that's what I want to see. Some guy matched with me because I didn't have deal breaker on and he was like 50 something and I said you're <laughs> matching with a 25 year old? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so that's like that's what's, so gross. That's like what's really weird is like obviously I put my age range up to 65, but then I was low key judging these people because I was like, why wow, are they on your guys' age range is down to 22? Like, ew. <laughs> Uh, but well, um i love judging people yeah i mean um, i don't know to each their own yeah is that all is that all you have yeah vicky's really hinge update like... is that she's seeing her shoddy on friday yeah they're gonna try and do something fun i'm like i don't know what to do yeah I'm you guys should write in like... oh wait you this will be after <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of like um not exclusively but too lazy to find other shoddies so like exclusively seeing the <laughs> <laughs> and like vicky said it's dry up here so it's dry yeah i found a good one yeah but it's still just very casual we text like um once a week that's so <laughs> hilarious i like it i'm yeah. busy yeah so this is like the perfect amount of chill for me like the other one apple juice girl <laughs> She texted me like every day, dude, and I yeah. was like, absolutely not. Yeah, that's too much. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, should we wrap this? Yeah, let's wrap this up? bad boy up and go to Aroma Joe's and get Her- a refill. Hey, <laughs> all right. That is the Hunger Games. If you guys want to like, follow, subscribe, we're at Anything Pros Pod. I'm at Vicky's Bookshelf, Vicky with an I, and I'm at a broke bookworm, and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Bye. Bye.